John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. Hey! Yeah, did you nearly forget that then? Yeah, well, I'm a bit, I'm a bit flustered. <laughs> this is, we're ten, <laughs> yeah. we're ten minutes late recording because... Um, oh, well, you say you say ten minutes, it's actually 39 minutes. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> we usually have we usually give ourselves half an hour leeway. Well, I'm ten minutes later than the half an hour late that I was planned to be. Um, just dealing with a, a six-year-old who just yeah, just drives me insane sometimes. Is this your own six-year-old or yeah. someone else's? No, it's Sunday morning. It's definitely my own. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Although to be fair, what actually, happened? yesterday, well. Very briefly, um, I put milk on a cereal, which made her cry. Uh, <laughs> today? Yeah. So she never... <laughs> basically, long story short, I run out of Weetabix, which I eat for my breakfast, Weetabix. She always has uh, toasted waffles and some strawberries. And this morning, because there was no Weetabix, I had to look in the cupboard and I found there's a box of Cheerios, which we keep in case nephews and nieces come to stay. And um, so I decided I was going to just have to eat Cheerios. And she saw them and she was like, oh, I want some Cheerios. So I said, all right, okay, fair enough. So got the Cheerios out, got two bowls out, put a few Cheerios in, added some milk. And next thing, why did you add milk to them? I was like, it's a fucking <laughs> breakfast cereal. <laughs> did you drop the F-bomb or was it a fudging cereal? No, I dropped the F-bomb. Sunday morning. <laughs> It's just it was Sunday the, morning. It was the it was the tone of the crying that just straight through me. There's a certain tone <laughs> that like you could have just said it without doing that whiny cry. Um, so then, oh, Daddy, I didn't want milk in my cereal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, obviously, because I don't want to waste food, so I ended up to put her ball into my ball. So I had double the amount of Cheerios, <laughs> even though I don't really like fucking Cheerios. <laughs> Hence, we're 10 minutes late. <laughs> so, 10 minutes late with that. indigestion. <laughs> you can hear John burping into the microphone. Yeah, cheerio burps. What uh, What did the, your daughter end up having for breakfast? A knuckle sandwich? No, so she had, yeah, waffles, strawberries. Then I washed washed her milky cereal bowl, dried it out, and put in some unmilked cereal. <laughs> so... Yeah, but it's the, yeah, it's the, you know, shouting through the wall that does me, because obviously the kitchen and the sort of dining room are through through a door, and so I could just hear this sort of crying, and then I'm, I was busy making a cup of tea and doing other stuff, getting my stuff ready, and then just hear this muffled sort of crying, like, what, what do you want? And then, you know, you open the door to somebody going, why have you put milk on the cereal? <laughs> um, yeah. Just people talking to me through doors, just through walls, just annoys me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quite often when uh, my <laughs> wife will talk to me, if she's in, she, she, 
don't know. It's like she hates my face, which is probably quite understandable. <laughs> She'll often talk to me from another room, and I, 90% of the time, pretend I can't hear her until she uh, is forced to come in to speak to me normally. <laughs> don't tell her that. I mean, she doesn't listen to this podcast, of course, so I'm pretty pretty safe, but yeah. you could not pass on the message. <laughs> Oh, I mean, there's not um, I, nothing sends me closer to a divorce than my wife going, Ooh, and then I go in there, go what, <laughs> what? I didn't hear you. Then she go, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then fa- fast forward a week and I've done something wrong, and it'd be like, I told you about this. And like, oh right, when when you were just talking through three different walls. <laughs> I've got I've got an electric toothbrush, and once. It goes. It's got like a timer, so you yeah. press the button and it goes, and it's two minutes. And my wife has got uh, a real propensity to when as soon as I press that button, she'll come and ask me a question. She hasn't spoken to me all morning. I start yeah. brushing my teeth. She's like, "Oh, what time are we going to go out there?" <laughs> <laughs> well, my one is just uh, the last five minutes of any TV show or film that I'm happen to you know watching. It'll be just 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 as the you know you're going to find out who the murderer is or anything like that. And then it's just like, oh, you know, and then when you just go, ah, oh, she'll go, oh, you don't care about our lives. What's more important? <laughs> I was like, well, you could have told me it's like, you know, an hour and 55 minutes ago that you wanted this chat, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, just welcome to any new listeners to John and Sam in Japan, the uh, international bitch about your family podcast. <laughs> the middle-aged man podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, apart from that, what's on today's show? Uh, well, we have a rammed show. I think I've used that one already, as ever. Uh, we have... So uh, we have the, the return of the movie quotations game with a special twist. Uh, we have some musical comedy from Adam Gilliard, very talented British uh, musical comedian. Uh, and we have a whole lot more. But of course, first, we've got this. This is JNSNJ News. Time for the news. John, what have you got for me? Um, well, as a science teacher, uh, I always love this time of year. So have you ever heard of the Ig Nobel Prize? Ah, uh, yeah. Go on, but refresh my memory. It's about idiots. So, I know that much. Well, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's the prestigious, it's like a spoof of the Nobel Prize where they give out uh, honours for kind of scientific studies, which are quite bizarre. Ah, that's right. Oh, I was thinking of the Darwin Awards where they give out prizes for <laughs> actual idiots. Well, that's, well, that's that's for people who like nearly die, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Or do die? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, this one's from Sky News on uh, Friday, the thirteenth of September. So it's um, yeah, the, uh, Harvard University. They hand out the um, ten honors during a ceremony, and so some of these, what would you call it, research projects are just insane. Uh, they're quite genius. So one of them, I'll, I'll just go through. Number three, uh, one of the awards was how and why. And I want you to try and guess which animal. So how and why do uh, this animal make cube-shaped poo? Oh, okay. So re- research that the US University of Georgia Tech wanted to work out why certain animal produce cube poo, uh, cube-shaped poo. So do you want to guess which animal does a cube-shaped poo? Yeah. Uh, g- give me a... Uh, let me have one question. Is the animal bigger than... No, I suppose it must be smaller than a cat or a dog. Because otherwise, it must be like a, a cat or a dog. No, it's a, it's roughly about the same. Well, I'd say it's more towards a, a sort of a domestic cat size than a, like a big dog. Okay, so in it's that, about yeah. I'm gonna say in that case it's a 
A meerkat. No. Uh, I mean, you said that like I'm an idiot. I mean, I don't go around inspecting the shape of yeah, animals' no, poo. I just, that's a, no, I was just saying. <laughs> meerkats think, that's a, a bad meerkats are small. Something about yeah, the same think, size as a cat. I mean, I think meerkats are a bit smaller than a cat. Oh, I think you know, something more, more full of, full of body. Sorry, I didn't take my measuring tape to the zoo. <laughs> um, so, right, Johnny, give me Johnny, another Johnny one. Then, right, so, bigger than a I'll meerkat. Tell you it's an animal that begins with W. I feel like I'm in Bruce Forsyth thing. Bigger than a meerkat. It's bigger than a meerkat. It's a... Um, uh, sorry, what did you say? It begins with W. A weasel. Yeah. Oh, is no, it? No, it's a, it's, it's a wombat. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a whale. Uh, no. <laughs> Big, bigger than a cat. A whale. <laughs> uh, maybe a whale sperm. So, do you... Do you have any idea why they have cube-shaped poo? I uh, mean, the answer's not actually that interesting. Have they got a square bumhole? No, well, that would be my idea. But no, it was due to uh, the makeup the, of their intestines and generally the dry environment in which they live. Oh. Um, so uh, another number six on the uh, the list of research projects, which was quite good, was um, which country's money is best at transmitting dangerous bacteria? Oh, right. <laughs> so well... three researchers wrote a paper about whether cash can spread illnesses. To test their theory, they contaminated several banknotes. And there was a certain country's back, uh, certain country's currency was deemed the most dangerous as it was the only one which transferred two different bacterial strains. So I'm going to say, I know that some England has started using those polymer notes and Australia, I know, uses them too. So I'm thinking they probably are fairly hygienic. I know that America's are kind of made with, I don't know, actual towel or something so i've got a feeling it might be a, i've got a feeling it might be america no um it's a european country that's not in the euro um and yeah eastern european <laughs> albania oh close romania oh, uh, that was a bit of a geography test there trying to highlight yeah. my ignorance of the eu to the listeners <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know what the romanian currency is called for another interesting fact Oh, well. And I don't, it's, a th- it's a small one. Three letters got nothing to do with Romania. I don't think you're going to guess this in a thousand years. Uh, uh, I'm to just say, say <laughs> no, a three no, no, letter no, word. I want to guess. I want to guess. It's called. Uh, the, it's got two vowels. The, <laughs> and, it, and it transfers bacteria. It must be called two vowels. It's called the poo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, called, it's called the loo. L E U. No, Yeah, the loo. The Romanian loo. How good is that? Oh. Uh, so I'll just do That's a quick, couple, just do a quick couple more. I'll finish with my favourite one. But um, this number eight research project probably apt for you because now you've got a baby. It says uh, chemistry: how much saliva is produced each day by a child? Uh, this was done by scientists <laughs> in Japan. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So Don't they looked. You are. <laughs> yeah, looked how different foods affected the flow of saliva in children uh, by getting them to chew on it before spitting it out. Ugh, natto. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't actually tell you the answer. Oh, well, listeners, if you know, get in touch. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, it said, just said they subtracted how much the bite originally weighed from how much it weighed after being chewed up to determine the volume of saliva. Mm. <laughs> but my favourite my favorite one, and this was... Yeah. Uh, now, let me just have a little guess at the ballpark that this involves. Apt. Go on, so, then. Yeah, we've had one about uh, bacteria. We've had one about saliva. So I can only one imagine this one is about... Yes. <laughs> so I can only imagine this one is about, I'm going to say, uh, violence. No, no. Um, 
<laughs> so Roger Monsieur or Misset and Buras Bengudifa. That sounds like I made this up. Uh, um, yeah, totally so racist. Two Frenchmen. Uh, they they tested are a man's testicles both the same temperature? <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, let me do an experiment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I'd say so. <laughs> right, you'd say they're both. So uh, this is quite genius. Well, no, no, actually, no. No, so, no. I think one of them um, usually hangs lower than the other. So presumably the one that hangs a little bit lower would be slightly cooler, would be my kind of layman's guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to re- look into Am the... Am I res- in the right ballpark? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to look into the um, the actual research about this because it doesn't specify whether the the people involved, well, the men involved, were left-handed or right-handed. So I don't know which hangs lower. But they... Well, do you want to guess which profession they did the study on? It's a study... It's a profession where you have to walk around every day. Policeman. No, postman. Um, so they applied sensors to them uh, when they were naked and when they were clothed and they found that one of the I wondered why my delivery man was walking funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) just be to deliver something to your (laughs) mum while he was naked Um, so so, yeah they said uh, one of the testicles is warmer do you want to guess which one left or right so this will probably give the listeners an indication of which of my testicles hangs lower than the other, but I think the right testicle would be warmer. No, so they said in this research they found that the left testicle's warmer, but only when fully clothed. If you are naked, then your testicles will be equal temperature. Fun oh, fact. Right. <laughs> don't know how I'm going to get that into my GCSE lessons without getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, I can't see your... Testicles. <laughs> I, well, currently, I can't see your lower half as you're sat at a desk, but yeah. I'm just wondering are your testicles currently the same temperature or is one warmer than the other? <laughs> oh, one's warmer than the other. Definitely. Uh, good, I'm glad to hear it. So, the scientists have to attach the sensors to uh, the postman's bollocks, so I guess they must have given them a postman pat. <laughs> not, not your best work. No. <laughs> Uh, if it was if it was a newspaper story the the, the headline might be postman pat hat inspection of, of his sack <laughs> I, mean, I couldn't get it out but it's always bad when you're laughing at your own joke <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know that was j and s in j news good morning afternoon or evening this is the movie quotes game. To play this game, you've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? You'll hear different quotes from a film. Elementary, my dear Watson. Just guess which film they're from. It is not a race, so there is no... And if you get it wrong, it doesn't matter. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Just do your best. And you'll make my day. Who am I to ask? I am the father. Don't like the truth? Who can't handle the truth? Anyway, play the game. Play by yourself. Or invite your friends. Such as... Or... Bond. Which Bond? James Bond. Let's get on with the game. It is time for me to say... Blame Sam. And... Here's Johnny! Time for the movie quotes game. 
Uh, last time we played, uh, I did some movie quotes from the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which John managed to get within the f- limit of five quotes. So uh, very well done there. Uh, for, after listening to that episode, one of uh, our regular contributors, Pete Sidell, he got in touch and said he had an idea for uh, some quotes. So he sent me an audio file. Um, I'm going to play those now. Uh, and me and John at the same time are trying to going to compete to guess uh, what the movie is. Be like a little battle. Should point out that Pete does quite often go up to Tokyo and watch uh, Romanian art house movies and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know nineteen twenties <laughs> Japanese movies and stuff. So um, <laughs> I hope he's watched something that everybody else has seen. Yeah, <laughs> he's just showing off. Yeah, just showing off his intellect. Quotation one. You'll take care of it. Boy, you are smooth, smooth, you know. Right. So that was, boy, you'll take care of it. You're smooth, smooth, you know. I mean, I haven't got any ideas. Have you got an idea? No. It sounds like some old classic film, doesn't it? Like one of those black and white sort of... Right. Nope. Go on in. Okay. I'm just going to take a little bit of a random guess, because obviously we can't get the answer, because Pete sent this in recorded, so we can't get the answer halfway through. I'm going to take a guess at Easy Rider, just because... It's worth a guess, right? Right. Um, I'll say gentlemen prefer blondes. Okay. Next. Quotation two. I got your damn money, you little punk. Now where's my daughter? Oh. Oh. I, I'm going to say taken. Oh, no, not money. Nah, he just he just smashed them up, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, I know, what, I know what the film is. What, what do you think? Ah... Uh, the Big Lebowski. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Go on. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a guess. I know there was that one where Clint Eastwood, one of the, when the doors got kidnapped. What was that one? Right. D- Dirty Harry. So I'll go with that, but I think you're probably right. Question, uh, quote three. On. Quotation three. For Pete's sake, he's fleeing the interview. For Pete's sake, he's fleeing the interview. Do you think he's just put that in there because the quote involves his own name? <laughs> Subliminal messaging. <laughs> um, well, I'm still going to stick with a big Lebowski, but I can't remember that part, that quote. For Pete's sake, he's fleeing the interview. I'm going right. to pass this one. All right. Quotation four. He was a little guy, kind of funny looking. Reply. In what way? Answer, just a general way. Oh, actually, now I've changed my mind. Now I think I've, I know what it is. Go on, then. I think it's Fargo. Ah, right. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. It's Fargo. Do you know what? Yeah, I think you might be right there. Yeah. Let's go to quote five. Quotation five. I guess that was your accomplice in the wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Fargo. Points well to me. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to have to stop playing this game. <laughs> Good job, Pete. So, can we have the big reveal? Yeah, here's the reveal from Pete. And if you didn't get it from number five, then you haven't seen Fargo by the Cohen brothers with Steve Buscemi and, fuck, I've forgotten the name, Francis McDormand. That's her. Enjoy, laters. That was the movie quotes game. Hasta la vista. John, 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 Sam, in Japan. 
Okay, and now it's time for some musical comedy. Uh, today we're featuring a song by Adam Gilliard, a British-based comedian, and the song's title is called The Morning After. I think you'll enjoy this. <laughs> I've got no socks on. My feet, they're quite cold. I think maybe I've lost them. Who knows? I made a fool of myself Last night I probably freaked out This girl I kinda like Oh, had to go all sad Had to go and cry Had to make a scene And I cannot remember why So here I am Sitting on this bench With cold ankles And a cheese sandwich Great stuff from Adam Gilliard there. I think we got a, a real sense of when that song was written. <laughs> um, if you want to find out uh, more about uh, his stuff, you can find uh, some of his work at Bandcamp and on SoundCloud. If you just Google, uh, if you go to those web pages and uh, type in Adam Gilliard, then I'm sure that uh, all his stuff will come up. He's also got a Facebook page which uh, promotes upcoming gigs, so also check him out there. Now... Uh, what's next? Yo, Johnny McBee and Samuel T, two Brits talking shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. With someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? Time for the burning question. This episode's burning question is what is, or what do you think is, the worst thing about having kids? Uh, Because this one one really lit lit up the switchboards, as they say, although we don't have a switchboard. (laughs) Wasn't quite trending on Twitter, but anyway. Uh, John, uh, did anyone get in touch? Yeah, so um, on Twitter we had Dan Smith said, uh, realising they're little arseholes, but also realising not only are they just like you, but you can't get rid of them either. (laughs) (laughs) But you see your child's annoying behaviour and you know it's an exact copy of what your wife does or what your husband does. I think that's quite a... My, my wife often says that about our six-year-old. She's like, that's you. That's your... That, that's you, he's like. He's like you there. I'm like, good, good. As long as he's not annoying me, it's fine. When he's swigging whiskey and pissing all over the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. Trousers around his ankles. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, actually another another dan another dan got in touch um uh, he said uh, the worst thing about having kids is that you can never ever go for a poo by yourself ever again ah uh, yep <laughs> can't i read the the newspaper on the toilet for five minutes by myself <laughs> um christine brew uh, christian brew good friend of the show um does the tokyo liars club she said uh, via twitter a broken vagina I think that trumps everything I think it probably is the worst thing about having kids yeah not for men well I suppose it is quite bad (laughs) it has its downsides yeah definitely (laughs) Hamish uh, from England he got in touch he said he said the worst thing about having kids is that you won't get a lion for at least 15 years yeah that's definitely uh, definitely one of them. I think uh, I did. I'm, so that means I've just had a baby, so I'm staring down the barrel at, at least another 15 years oh. of no life. But then your teenagers uh, just come home at like five o'clock in the morning and bang around when the shit face, don't they? So <laughs> you might get a lion, but you're going to be woken up in the middle of the night by some 
<laughs> some twelve-year-old vomiting alcohol pops <laughs> into the sink. I don't think the uh, kids do do that these days. <laughs> I think that was just a, <laughs> I think that was just our generation <laughs> and our parents. Yeah. Um, MCFC OK on Twitter got in touch. Um, he, he gave quite a good list actually. He said lack of sleep, lack of money, uh, never seeing your mates. The bedroom is just for sleep. Kids TV on constantly. Uh, that cunt Peppa Pig. <laughs> Take, <laughs> taking an hour to get out of the house. And uh, the last one, the dreams about the kids and wife dying, ironically from the things above, not good dreams. <laughs> Excellent work. Uh, I think he's hit the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, Paul Paul from England also got in touch. Uh, he said, uh, well, this was uh, kind of going against what that guy said just briefly there, but he says that uh, when they walk in on you having sex, this happened to me this morning. <laughs> 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 well, well, consider yourself lucky, my I friend. Know, yeah. <laughs> World's smallest violin played over here. <laughs> not that me and Sam want kids to walk in on us having sex I don't think that's what we mean is it <laughs> no 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 <laughs> what, what What about you what do you think is the uh, worst thing about having kids uh, yeah just um, not having well as I've already said at the beginning of the show whining I just fucking hate whining and it's nothing worse than when your kid's sick and they can't articulate what's wrong with them so they just whine and moan and you feel bad because obviously you're sympathetic because they're obviously in pain but then because they can't articulate what is wrong with them you just end up feeling frustrated <laughs> slightly harsh <laughs> well no it's because they can't articulate oh when they're bleeding out of their head and they whinge and whine well, when they when they when they're crying because they hurt themselves a tiny bit or when they really injure themselves because they haven't been paying attention and they've done something ridiculously stupid and then that's resulted in you know, a massive accident and you think, oh, you know, because obviously at one point, on one part, you're really, really worried. You know, you're like, oh, please don't die. But on the other part, it's like, I can't believe I've created something so stupid that would do something so stupid. Um, I think if your mother and father were listening to this, they would be laughing their head oh, off. Oh, they did. They'd, <laughs> the they'd agree. I'm pretty sure they'd agree. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> She'd nod so hard, her head would fall off. <laughs> How about for you? Um, I think, well, you know the game uh, uh, Thumb War? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when you have to you know, hold hands with someone and you have to battle them and you press their thumb down for sort of five seconds and then you're the winner. So I play that on my son and just the other day, this is probably the worst thing about having kids, I was playing that with him and then when I was playing it, I often let him win or I let him get me down till about four and then I break out of it like sort of Superman. And then he was holding me down and it was after like two or three seconds that I realised that I was no longer able to power out of his thumb grip <laughs> in the thumb wall. So I think the worst thing about having kids is the fact that they are constantly indicating to you your, your slow demise and your impending death. <laughs> I think that sums it up perfectly. <laughs> Yeah.
And that's all for today. That just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's involved in today's show. Uh, thanks to Adam Gillian for providing uh, the musical comedy. As I said, you can find him at SoundCloud and at Bandcamp.com. Uh, thanks to Pete Sedell for his movie quotations. And thanks to uh, everyone else who contributed to the show. Yeah, I think uh, if anybody else wants to send in some movie quotes, I quite enjoyed that. And I think it's something that I could possibly beat Sam at. So that's good. Keep <laughs> sending those in. As I said, that segment <laughs> might mysteriously disappear from the Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so say well, or lyrics from cheesy '80s songs. Then I think you'd be uh, you'd be definitely oh. an even playing field. Well, I think you've just created our <laughs> new segment. Oh, that's brilliant! So that's going in. We'll do that next time, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Um, so how about the burning question? Then about four, four episodes back or five episodes back, we made a list of burning questions that we were going to do in order. We did one of them, then we did a completely different one, and now I've forgotten what the list was. It's terrible admin so one of us will go back and find out what they were we'll get back onto that list but we can't do them yeah. today so what do you think so well this episode's been in question what's the most uh, sort of disgusting behavior you've seen from a random stranger <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right forward to anything it. else no i think that's all all right catch, catch you later, later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast